Welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Today we are previewing the SEC. Um, obviously, this is the conference that you know everybody wants to hear about. Um, obviously, you know a college football champion. If you were to you know just randomly you know at the preseason t- take a guess at who would win it, you're probably going to take you know the top you know top team from the SEC to um, you know maybe win it all. So. Um, Breaking it down today, could this be the year that uh, Alabama maybe doesn't win the SEC? Uh, you know, maybe they don't win the national championship. There's a bunch of bunch of questions here. Um, you know, after losing a bunch of talent, uh, obviously uh, Jones, Harris, Waddle, Smith, so they're losing a lot, a lot of weapons. But obviously. Alabama's that team that, you know, just has, you know, next guy steps up and is ready to go and is going to be, you know, very talented. So, um, as always, breaking down the top five teams for this season. Um, as always, Sporty and Hadley are are going to break down the top five. Sporty, I'm going to start with you uh, for this pod. Give me your top five SEC teams uh, for this season. All right, number five. I'm going to go with the uh... – Go with LSU Tigers. They got a slew of guys coming back this year. Just don't know on how good they they will be, but they should be a lot better than they were last year. So that's why I'm at number five. Number four, I'll go with Kentucky. Mark Stoops, that guy's been doing wonders down down in Kentucky. They got a uh, new quarterback, Will Levis. Uh he got the Ryan down at Happy Valley, so try he's going to try a new new era with the Kentucky Wildcats. We shall see how he does with the SEC defenses. Uh, number three, I'll go with uh, Florida. Dan Mullen, another another SEC coach, always has his guys ready every year. So I I feel like. They'll be in top top three this year in the SEC. Two, uh, Georgia. They're always loaded with talent. Uh, they have another Heisman. They have a Heisman uh, watch guy, J- JT Daniels. He, he's a transfer, right? I mean, he played last year, but yes, he he is a transfer from USC. Yes, so keep an eye out eye out on. JT Daniels and the Georgia Bulldogs. And number one, the obvious, uh, Nick Saban and Bama. Yes, they did lose a slew of guys from last year. But they do have a Heisman candidate. His name is Bryce Young. Keep an eye out on him. He'll be the starting quarterback this year for them. So if they ride a ship, you could be riding, riding a big trophy in his hands. So. Those are my top five SEC teams for the 2021-22 uh, football season this year. All right. Definitely. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'll, I'll get to this team. I don't know if Hadley's going to get this team, but I'm, I'm uh, interested to see. I mean, Hadley, I'll, I'll let you go, and then I'll I'll, uh, I'll talk more about this team that, that Sporty didn't have in his top five. Go ahead. All right. So I'm going to go number five, same as Sporty. Even though the, the rest of the list is pretty different, uh, I'm going to go with LSU. Um, I just like Coach O. I think that 
you know, this this past down year, it's kind of like Penn State. You just don't expect it from a school like that. Um, so I think they come back strong. Uh, definitely not strong enough in this, you know, Goliath of a conference, but I think a five is an appro- appropriate ranking for them. Number four, I'm going to go with Florida. Um, year in, year out, they're a top five team in the SEC. I think that continues this year. Um, I've always liked the way they play. They're always very physical. Um, always have a pretty solid defense. They lose Trask, um, but, I mean, I, I think that he's pretty replaceable. So, overall, they're still going to be a good football team. Number three, I got Texas A&M. Very, sit- very same situation as Florida. Very physical team, but lost their quarterback. I do think Kellen Mond's going to be a little tougher to replace um, than Tr- Kyle Trask um, because he did have that special talent, um, even though it didn't show through sometimes. But I, I still think they're, they're a top three football team in this conference. Number two, I'm going to go with Georgia. Like we said, JT Daniels. Um, I'm not quite as high on him as a lot of people are, but he's still a good quarterback. Um, and I'm usually not high on Georgia in general. Um, but there's no reason that they shouldn't um, end up in the SEC championship this year. Number one, Alabama. I mean, until they you know, stop doing this year in and year out, I, I have to have them at number one. Um, they're ju- they just continue to replace these monsters that leave there. I mean, Najee gone, Mac Jones gone, Devontae gone, Waddle gone. You're going to hear a whole new name. At it. Like You're going to hear whole new names this year, and they're going to be just as good. It's, it's incredible what they do there, and they're staying in the number one spot for me. All right. No, yeah. I mean, tech, I mean, you you talk about them in Texas A&M. Um, I was waiting for Sporty to say him, but once he once he took uh, Florida there at three, I was like, he's definitely leaving out Texas A&M. But uh, yeah, I mean, over Kentucky too. Yeah, I mean, hey, Kentucky, Kentucky has some nice pieces, but um, I do think I do think the Aggies will be will be better than the Wildcats. But Sporty, you are entitled to your opinion, so it is what it is. Um, yeah, so let me let me go here at number five here. LSU. Uh, last year they went five. I believe they went five and five. Uh, I think they're going to bounce back this year. Obviously, like we said, big game against UCLA. Um, so we'll see if uh, Miles Brennan can uh, right you know right the ship and kind of uh, you know put this team in the right direction for uh, the twenty twenty one season. Number four. Um, go ahead and give me the Florida Gators. Uh, like we said. It's gonna be tough to replace a bunch of talent, but I think uh, Dan Mullen, Dan Mullen's just gonna have a bunch of guys, you know, ready to go, um, both on the offensive side of the ball and defensive side of the ball. Number three, I'm gonna go with Texas A&M. Um, obviously, Jimbo Fisher, really solid coach, always has talent. I think this is why they're gonna maybe not be. How should I put this? I don't think they're going to be able to compete with the Crimson Tide this year, um, because they're they're you know projected to start uh, Hayes King, the, the, the freshman at quarterback. They have Spiller, a uh, sophomore running back, um, Smith, and Demos, who are both uh, who's a sophomore and a freshman there at the wide receiver position, and then Chapman, who's also a sophomore. Um, I do like Jalen Widermeyer though, uh, really good tight end. Um, I think he'll. Uh, you know, make an NFL squad and have a big impact, uh, you know, in the future years. 
And then their offensive line, I mean, they have one senior. Um, and then the rest are all either, you know, sophomores or redshirt freshmen or freshmen. So um, I think they're going to have talent. But I think that um, I think it's just the experience on the offensive side of the ball, lack of experience is, might, might hurt them. Um, but on the defense side of the ball, I do like this is going to be one of the guys I talk about later, uh, DeMarvin Leal at the end. Um, and then at the other DN spot, you got Clemens, who's a senior. Um, but yeah, I do like I do like DeMarvin uh, Leal on on the defense side of the ball for the for the Aggies. Uh, number two, Georgia Bulldogs. Can JT Daniels uh, lead the Bulldogs to knock off the Crimson Tide? Um, I don't know. That's that'll be you know. I guess we'll find out how good Georgia is here in the first couple games. Obviously, the first one being Clemson. Um, so we'll see how good they really are. And then you got Zamir White at running back. Obviously, a really good running back. Um, Georgia's just turning into the factory that's just you know producing um, running backs year in year out. And then they have a big-time transfer, uh, Gilbert from LSU at tight end. I think he's going to be a huge, huge factor for the Bulldogs, um, both you know in the receiving and uh, blocking side. Um, but here's where I think Georgia is going to, you know, this is they have a huge, they took a huge loss um, in George Pickens. Um, so. I believe I I believe he's out for the rest of the season. I think so. So I mean I don't think they have him. Um, so that, that's definitely a huge loss. Obviously wide receiver one for them. So that's why I have them at two, and that's why I have Crimson Tide at uh, the number one spot there. Um, you know can can Bryce Young um, lead? You know it's not can, can he lead them to the SEC championship? Because I think we all you know expect him to get there. It's just how far in the playoff can they go? Um, and then here you go, Sporty. Here's a name for you, Brian Robinson, um, <laughs> at running back for the for the Crimson Tide. So you got Bijan Robinson or Bijan Robinson from uh, the Longhorns. And then you got your Brian Robinson that you were referencing uh, yesterday uh, for the Crimson Tide. Um, and then John John Mechie. Um, could he be you know the next you know Waddle Smith? Um, I think he's, you know, he's going to be looked upon as, uh, you know, the wide receiver one there. So, um, but I mean, obviously Bama's going to have good linemen, both on the offensive side of the ball and defense side of the ball. And then their backers and, and corners are going to be just as good. So um, I want to say that, uh, uh, oh, I, I believe Alabama got a, uh, I think they got a transfer from Tennessee that, uh, oh, what's his name? Henry. Oh, I have him here in my notes somewhere. Henry, uh, Hallie, do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, here, here we go. Henry, is it 2020 or 22? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know how the hell to say it, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, I wasn't even going to try. But, yeah, he's there at uh, at linebackers. That's a big-time transfer from uh, from Tennessee, argu- arguably their best player on the defense side of the ball. So, um, like we've mentioned in previous pods, Tennessee had a, had a big time hit in, in the portal this year. I believe they're up to 28 guys that have transferred this year. So definitely, definitely going to be a tough one for uh, the volunteers this year. Um, so let's go ahead and let's go through. I mean, I, I know I mentioned a bunch of players already here. Um, if I already mentioned them, I'm probably not going to get back to them. But uh, I'm going to start with you. Give me your uh, top players that you're looking forward to uh, from the SEC this year. 
Yeah, well, you already mentioned one, and I'm going to start out with them. It's DeMarvin Leal. Um, getting in the trenches of the other side of the ball. Um, if we think back to a recent Texas A&M D-lineman, um, it's Miles Garrett, and that guy has dominated the NFL. So look for, uh, I don't want to say, you know, quite as good as him being the number one overall pick, but look for big things out of him. Um, number two, Derek Stingley Jr. I feel like we've been talking about this guy being a, a top five pick in the NFL for like three years now. That's what it feels like. Um, but I think, I think on LSU, I think that's one of the positive things that propels them into my top five. Um, no doubt an unreal talent at cornerback which is extremely hard to already be so technically sound at that position in college. Um, number three, you know we had to bring it back, baby. I mean, we just did it in the Pac-12, but we skipped over it in the Big 12, um, and there was no chance we were leaving it out again today. Evan Neal, O-lineman, Alabama. Um, I believe he's going to re- be replacing... Uh, I think he's taken where Leatherwood was. I'm not 100% sure uh, what side of the football he'll be on, but we know he's a tackle. We know he's a dog. We know he's going to be this freaking monster because he plays for Nick Saban. Um, And I look forward to see where he will go in the draft. And overall, there's a lot of really good linemen this year. I feel like we were kind of missing that this year. I feel like past Slater and... Sewell, it wasn't too deep, but this year it feels really deep, so I'm curious to see where these big boys go and how high they go. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, definitely SEC, you can definitely find a bunch of good, obviously anywhere, but definitely I would say uh, Lyman. Um, Sporty, moving to you. Uh, give me some of the key guys you're looking forward to uh, in the SEC this year. Uh, I already said a couple of them. JT Daniels, uh, quarterback from Georgia. Bryce Young from uh, Bama. Uh, I like this. Uh, I'm curious to see on how, on how well Levis is going to do down in, down in Kentucky for uh, Mark Stoops. So transfer down here. I didn't know he was going to start until a couple weeks ago. They Stoops announced him to start. Or so we shall see if he's the real deal, real deal or not this year for the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh Who's the really good running back for LSU? I can't think of his name. Um, oh, hold on. I have him right here. Um, it is John Emery. Yeah, that guy is a stud. Uh, not sure on how good their, their line will be. I think they got a couple guys back from last year. Don't go, don't quote me on it, though. But what did you say his last name was? Emery. Emery? Yeah, Emery. Emery's back for another year, so he should uh, – Carry the Tigers to uh, maybe eight and four, nine and three season. And here's a dark horse quarterback. He's from Old Miss, Matt Corral. That guy put up last year his stats. He put up three thousand three hundred three hundred thirty-seven yards passing. And that's seventh best in the nation for uh, passing yards last year. Plus he had. He's also ranked number seventh. He threw for 29 touchdown passes. So that guy is a gunslinger, and they put up points every week, 40, 50 points up every week. So I like to see like to see him do well and maybe sneak in, somehow sneak in the uh, 
one of the candidate one of the candidates for the Heisman. So keep an eye out on Matt Corral, the starting quarterback for uh, Old Miss. All right, there's two. Each of you had a pick. I, I, I really well. Uh, Hadley, I liked your uh, Neil pick. I really like that one. And then Sporty, I I, I also had uh, Corral there, um, the sophomore. Um, I think you know, maybe in years to come, I think he could you know seriously be in, in Heisman talk if Ole Miss has a really good season. I mean, obviously it's going to be tough there in the SEC West to get past teams like LSU, Texas A&M, Alabama. But uh, but yeah, I mean the numbers don't lie. Um, and then you know what? I'm, another guy I'm looking forward to from, on Ole Miss, another sophomore, Jerion Ely at running back. Um, he's kind of like their, I guess, uh, all-purpose back. Kind of does a little bit of everything. So I'm looking forward to him um, on the defense of the on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, obviously Stingley uh, that Hadley mentioned. Um, and then I'm looking at uh, Will Anderson Jr. Jr. from uh, Alabama, and then. Uh, he's a linebacker, and then uh, Christian Harris is also the uh, he's a middle linebacker um, for the Crimson Tide. So obviously they, you know, Alabama always producing linebackers. Um, so I think these two are going to fly around and uh, make a bunch of tackles this year. Um, another guy, obviously, on uh, the Crimson Tide is going to be Bryce Young. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see how well he does and how he can lead uh, this team. Um, and then two other guys. I'm going to stay on the offensive side of the ball here. I'm going to go to Zemir White. Um, kind of taking some pressure off of JT Daniels. Um, you know, he's he's shown how explosive he is, and um, I think he's really going to help Daniels in, in the Georgia offense. And then my last guy. I'm going to take a special teams guy here. Um, Cade York, the kicker from LSU. Um, he's, he's a big-time big kicker, and I, I think – you know, if if at times LSU is going to struggle, I think you can always rely on him to get you three points. So um, I think he's going to keep them. He's going to hit some big time field goals from this year. Mark my words. Maybe even a, you know a game winner or two. So watch out for Cade York. Um. So you know we talked about uh, some Heisman hopefuls. Um, JT Daniels, obviously Bryce Young. You know it, it, it depends on how well the Crimson Tide is going to be. I mean, obviously you know we all expect them to be really good. Um, it's just a matter of how well he's going to play. So, um, you know, he's up there, JT Daniels. And I think those are the two that, you know, are really going to kind of lead the way for the SEC this year. Oh, one more thing. One more quarterback that I want to look at here. Not that he's he's not going to win a Heisman. He's not going to be anywhere close to it. But um, I'm going to go with the quarterback and the running back from this team. Bo Nix from Auburn. I'm not, you know... He's shown spurts throughout his career so far. His big time game in Happy Valley. Um, I don't think Auburn's going to be, you know, too too great. You know, probably sitting around that eight and four record. Um, but I, I, I'm interested to see how how Bo Nix does this year. And then the running back to offset him. Here, here's a, here's a great football name for you. you. Ready for this, fellas? Yeah. Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby. I've definitely heard that. I've definitely heard that name. Yep, Tank 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 Bigsby. I think he's gonna have a pretty solid year for uh, for the Tigers. So he's a running back. Yep, he is a running back. So, um, but uh, they also have. I didn't know this. I've just now seen this. Uh, two of their wide receivers, I think, that are projected to start are are freshmen. So, and and Bigsby's a freshman too. So, um, 
I'm not 100% sure, you know, if, if they're, you know, necessarily true freshmen. Um, I forget off the top of my head if they're, you know, true freshmen or if they're, you know, like last year since, you know, eligibility didn't count if that's what they're marked marked at as, as still freshmen. So I'll have to look into that. But, uh, but yeah, I think, I don't know. Auburn's going to have a tough, se- you know, a tough season um, just because of their schedule. They always, they always have, you know, LSU. They always cross over with Georgia. And then, you know, having, you know, Texas A&M and, Al- and Alabama there, it's it's definitely – schedule doesn't get, you know, too easy for them. So, And then they have a really tough game at Happy Valley against the uh, the Nittany Lions. So we'll see how, how Auburn can do this season. Um, looking at uh, some big-time games um, that involve SEC, either, you know, non-conference, in-conference. Um, Sporty, we'll look to you. Uh, just rattle off a couple games that uh, you're looking forward to. I've got I've got five games here. Yep, as as uh, as I would have guessed. <laughs> uh, I'll go with uh, LSU, UCLA. Like I mentioned before, uh, you can't forget about this one. Georgia and Clemson next weekend. Uh, that's 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 the big one there. That's that's probably like the biggest. That's probably the biggest game, I would say. I mean, of the year, uh, maybe of the year. That's, yes, of the year. Yes. So you got hold on. So we bring bring up a good point there. I mean, you have on September fourth two teams that are obviously going to be in the playoff contention. Obviously, we talked about. Um, you know, that's going to be a huge game. Um, obviously not going to, you know, affect their, their conference record, but it is one of those teams going to come out with a loss after week, week one, essentially one of those teams is going to have a loss, you know, next to their name. And then we, obviously we talked about in both the, uh, big 10 preview and the Pac-12 preview, Oregon and Ohio state. So there's four teams I would think out of maybe, you know, six or seven teams that, you know, preseason are going to be that we think are going to, you know, have a shot to make the playoff. Two of those teams right there are already going to have one loss after, you know, the first, you know, within the first two weeks. Um, so it's, it's definitely, definitely interesting, you know, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, who wins those, who wins those games and, and how, you know, the committee is going to um, kind of, you know, rank these teams who lose these games. Um, I don't know. I'm just very excited for, uh, I'm excited for an end, for the end of the year, obviously, but I, I, I hope it takes, you know, a while to get there because <laughs> college football is back and we're all pumped. But uh, Sporty, go ahead and continue. There's another another great game party. I didn't even mention. I'm going to mention it right now. Alabama at Miami. That's. I mean, that, that game, yeah, that's that game is one. on at three thirty, ABC, next Saturday. And and again, that's another that's another big time game. Um, technically, I guess it's it's in it's a neutral site, so technically it's at. Um, it's in Atlanta, um, and then that that Georgia Clemson game that you referenced that's in that's in Charlotte. So um, I guess it's technically both an away game uh, for both teams, but still, both crowds of all four or all four crowds I think are going to show up, um, and it, they're going to be two great football games. Go ahead and continue. I got two more games. Uh, <clears throat> week three this year, Bama and Florida uh, should be a good week three game. And my last one, week six. You got the Crimson Tide at the Texas Longhorns. No, get 
that, that's not a game. That's not a game. Bama should. Bama should. Uh, Sport, you're, 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 that, that's, there's no way. There's that's no way it's a game. No way that's a game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sport, Sport is trying to see if we were uh, if we were napping Dude, here. Keeping us on our toes. Keeping us on our toes. See if Hallie was still napping from from Martin's working today. <laughs> <laughs> see if he went back to bed. All right, who's here? Who's your last game there? Alabama, Texas A and M. my my last special game is going to be Week Nine, Georgia and Florida. Georgia and Florida. Week Nine. All right. Um, Hadley, looking to you. Go ahead and uh, rattle off some some of your top games here. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He took uh, all of my games. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, hi dog. <laughs> but when the sample size is that big, I, it's it's okay. Um, I do, I will add Texas A and M and Colorado. I know we don't think Colorado is going to be anything big this year, but they were solid last year. Um, it's just a nice little out of conference game to keep A and M on their toes. Um, and I think it'll be telling um, to how good they can be because they should wipe the floor with someone like that. Um, but if they don't. Maybe they're not a top three team in the SEC, so we'll see. Time will tell, Sporty. Time will tell. Um, yeah, Sporty. You know, obviously mentioned a bunch of good games already. Um, there's a couple here that I'm looking forward to. Obviously, Alabama, Texas A&M. Um, we said, you know, I don't think I don't think Texas A&M is really gonna. I think they might hang with them maybe early on, but then I think Bama pulls away. Um, who knows? Winner that, you know, will probably end up winning the SEC West. Um, and then here's a couple more games that involve Alabama. I mean, they are home, but they're always really close. No matter you know how you know how the season's going for either team, it's always a really good game. Um, LSU at Alabama on November sixth, and then Auburn at Alabama. I don't think Bama loses either of these two games, but it is you know rivalry game, and they are big time games. And I think they're going to be pretty solid football games. Um, I think in that Auburn game, I think Bama does pull away. Um, maybe LSU has a closer game, maybe puts up more of a fight than Auburn, but I do think the Crimson Tide win both of those. And then uh, my last game here, Georgia at Auburn. Again, another big-time rivalry game. It's at Auburn. Um, fun fact, I was there for uh, the prayer Jordan-Hare, so that was, that was pretty nuts. Um, and again, obviously new head coach there uh, with Auburn. Uh, with Brian Harson, um, so we'll see. You know how how he can do in year one. Maybe even upset the Bulldogs and kind of ruin their uh, their football playoff hopes at home. Um, Wouldn't that be something? That would be that be that would be a huge that be a huge win for him and Auburn just to knock Georgia right out of the. I think if they lose that game, obviously, no matter. I don't know. See, it's gonna be interesting if they lose that game, and but then they run the table and you know they beat the Crimson Tide. Um, in the SEC championship, and they, you know, they only have one loss. Here's where it's going to get interesting. Um, do you take Georgia? Well, so here, here's there's a bunch of different things running through my head now. Georgia gets in because they, you know, they have that SEC championship. Bama in this in this scenario has one loss to Georgia. Maybe you're looking at Ohio State or Oregon, who both win their conference with one loss. So does Bama get left out because they don't have a championship, or you know, do they Here's get in? I think, I think the SEC winner might be out. 
because I think they lose to Clemson too. Yeah, that that yeah. There's another big game. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> um, yeah. If if SEC, if an SEC team wins a championship with two losses, even if Alabama you know loses in the SEC championship, I don't think they. I don't think the SEC has a team in this year. If if you know if those things were to happen, um, I. It's really hard to leave out. Either one. Yeah, I it, mean, it, the SEC is such a strong conference, and you know that you know the committee is definitely biased. Right. So they, I think they do everything in their power to get better. Right. It's just like, I, I mean, I, I mean, I think you know, it's it's tough not to you know, it's tough to pick an Oregon team who might have a loss, but with a Pac-12 championship over a one-loss Alabama team who doesn't have an SEC championship attached to their name, but. Uh, I guess we'll dive more into that once we look at our uh, college football predictions. Um, but besides that, I think we are we are finished here uh, looking at the SEC. Um, next pod, we're again looking at group of five um, plus our independent. So you know, big big topic there is going to be Notre Dame, um, and then we'll also give our college football um, predictions. So, uh, anything else, you guys? Uh, any final, any final comments or anything you're looking forward to from uh, the SEC? I'm ready for football. It's it's got to start now. I know week zero is underway, but come on, I'm ready. Ready, ready, ready. Sporty, anything? I've been ready. Week one, <laughs> hey, week one for Michigan is less than a week away. I'm ready. Twelve o'clock. All right. I'm already ready. Saturday afternoon. He's ready to go. Ready to go. So, all right, yeah, like we said, we'll, uh, we'll send it next pod, um, and this will be our final college football uh, preview uh, in our, I guess, our uh, list of, list of like, six pods here previewing college football. So um, we'll be back at it with, uh, like we mentioned, the group of five, the independents, and we will give our uh, highly anticipated uh, college football playoff predictions.